So thank you um, for meeting today. Uh, for those of you out there, um, this is Elizabeth Lee with Seattle Organizing Works. And um, I work with Elizabeth several times now, um, just with different client moves. And um, she's always done a great job with um, facilitating from the beginning, it, you know, organizing, um, thinning out property and belongings um, before we actually put it on the market. And then also handling the whole entire moving process for move process for clients too. So that would be helpful to have her on here to kind of just talk about, um, you know, her company, a little bit of what she does, the different services that she provides, um, as well as um, maybe just some general tips that she can share, um, especially going into the fall months here. Um, you know, a lot of people start thinking about, you know, what are we doing next year? We're we going to move. We need to start planning now. Um, and that does involve sometimes of packing 40 years worth of stuff up and thinning out and organizing and kind of, you know, mentally going through what is really important and what do I want in the new space. Um, and so I, I've called on Elizabeth and their team multiple times in those scenarios where it just provides clarity and it's super, super stressful for clients to have to think, um, you know, let alone about finding where they want to be in their next home and securing that place, but then also thinking what are they going to do with all their stuff and how they're actually going to physically get there. Um, and I just have found that, you know, this type of service just really, really helps people to get them to that next um, level, get them that, basically that hurdle is eliminated um, by Elizabeth and her team just making it so smooth um, for people to kind of um, go into the process uh, stress-free or as stress-free as possible. So um, Elizabeth, if you want to kind of take it away from here and share a little bit about, you know, your company and, and what you do. Hi, um, I'm Elizabeth Lee. The name of my company is Seattle Organizing Works. And I started the company about 15 years ago. I had worked in commercial real estate um, for many years before that and got tired. So I quit and was taking some time off and I found friends were calling me and asking me to help them with managing projects that they didn't want to do themselves and felt that I was good at that. Um, and because I had some free time, you know, could I step in and help? And one of the first things I did was help a really good friend of mine move back into a house that they had spent two years remodeling. And when they started the project, everything was packed away and put into storage. And now that they were ready to move back in, everything got delivered and she was just completely overwhelmed with a sea of brown boxes. So we went over you know, with box cutters and started opening up boxes and very quickly discovered that she or the movers had packed garbage. Things that didn't need to be packed, shouldn't have been packed. Um, and that's because the moving company just packed everything. That's, they did what they were told. Um, so we spent many days unpacking boxes that had hair scrunchies that she hadn't worn in decades, but she still had because she hadn't purged anything before the move. And then we ended up unpacking garbage bags that had garbage in them because the movers packed garbage cans because that's what they were told to do. Um, and I took a, a really good note of that moving forward in in the progression of my career and started helping people organize for moves. So instead of coming in two days before the movers showed up, my team and I come in and we 
give some serious thought to what's the best way to pack so that when you unpack on the other end, it all makes sense. So a lot of what we do is help people pre-pack, if you will. So depending on the, the real estate market, sometimes you can put your condo on the market and it'll sell in two days. And then, uh-oh, where are you going? Sometimes you'll, your condo is too personal and it needs to be depersonalized before it can be listed. It has too many family photos and too many trinkets sitting around that are distracting from the condo itself or the home itself. Um, sometimes you want to do the process in, in many different steps. So you want to depersonalize, then you want to pack away things. That, so effectively we come in and do whatever needs to be done in certain situations. Um, my company works, we work with people very hands-on and I have a lot of clients that I've never met, literally have never met. We've spoken on the phone they've left their keys under their front doormat or they've left them for a concierge and we come in, we do what we need to do. We pack the movers, put them on the truck. We get to the other end, we unpack and then they pay me. So just to let everybody know, we can do whatever you need to do to make your moving part of the process easier. Ashley makes the buying and selling part easier. We make the other pieces fit together a little bit easier. That's me. Yeah, nice. So um, with that, I guess the um, we had talked about just some different scenarios that you've been encountering, I guess, recently with mm -hmm. clients. If you want to share some of those, just kind of the well, end. most recently we have COVID to to it's a hurdle. It's just another hurdle to overcome. I haven't found that it's really stopping people from buying and selling. In, in many situations, it's actually been a really good impetus for people to move. They haven't wanted to be where they are, but because of a job, they needed to stay more local to the company or they needed to stay more local to the region. And now I'm finding because things can be done remotely that people are taking that opportunity to really decide where they want to be in the long haul. Mm -hmm. So clients that have lived in downtown condos are now moving to farms yeah. because they can. Um, but we're very cautious about the restrictions of COVID. Um, at the beginning, buildings with concierges or even assisted living facilities were very cautious about who they let into a building and as they should be. Um, I'm finding that's loosening up a little bit now. My temperature isn't being taken in every building I go in, but we're still, um, being cognizant of, of that, trying to touch the elevator buttons a little bit less, you know, wiping everything down. Um, but I'd like to assure people who are thinking about moving that we take every precaution that we can. Um, and again, because we can pack and move people without actually ever meeting them, it works for people who are concerned about social distancing. Um, uh, so I would say that the COVID restrictions aren't as great as I thought, thought they would be. What I am up against a little bit more are clients who know they want to make a move, but they don't know where to start. And the, all, the stress of life in general, compounded with knowing you want to make a move, paralyzes people a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe I come up with that a little bit more than the COVID guidelines themselves. 
Yep. And we're kind of seeing that too. I mean, there's so many different motivations right now for people moving. Um, and, you know, you're probably seeing all different groups of people, you know, um, out there moving with their own personal agendas and motivations. But then there is a group of people that, you know, probably feel stuck, like they, they don't want to go anywhere, right? And also it is, and it is overwhelming when you have, when you've been living in a place forever and you have all the COVID, you know, out there, um, guidelines and just your own fears too. Um, I think that there are, there's a fair amount of people that are kind of hunkered down right now as well. Yeah, definitely. But as, as things start to open up more, um, people, I think, you know, just that general sense of it's spring and you want to open your doors and things that's going to hit us again. The rain will go away again. Mm -hmm. um, although it really hasn't arrived. Um, and then people will want to make a move. So between now and then, there's a lot that you can do to prepare yourself for an, inevit an inevitable move. What are some of those tips that you have for people that maybe are, you know, not moving right now, but let's say they have, they have to kind of start thinking about thinning things out or, or even organization. Like right now, everyone's doing home improvement projects and they're staring mm -hmm. at all their clutter and mess and, and what have you. Like, do you have any kind of tips for those people who, you know, need to start somewhere? Well, the first tip I always give everybody, regardless of the situation, is that you have to treat this process like any other appointment or any other re you know, requirement in your life. Yeah. So you make, a dentist, you make a dentist appointment, you keep your dentist appointment, you make an appointment to have a Zoom meeting with somebody, you keep that. <laughs> yep, and it's, <laughs> it's important to schedule time to prepare yourself for a move. So even if you say, listen, I really need to tackle my guest room closet that's just a junk room right now. Schedule a time to do that. Say Tuesday between four and five, this is what I'm doing. And keep those appointments with yourself. Mm -hmm. Start small, especially if you have a few months ahead of you, but follow your task list and keep to it. Um, I, and I have found that people really, they, they don't think about it that way because you can give yourself an out the dentist is going to call you and say, hey, don't forget your appointment or you missed your appointment, but you don't really scold yourself yep. for not doing that. So that's the first place I would start. Um, the next place I would start would be if you're living in a condo or you're living in a house that has a garage or, or a storage space that you never visit, start there and make some decisions about the skis that you've had for five years and you're really never going to ski again and start paring down your belongings that are just taking up space. Because ultimately, if you move something that you're not going to use again, it takes time and money to move it and then to store it again. So start little if you want to. Um, I've had some clients that know they want to move next summer. They're not doing anything now. So I've said, well, if your space is cluttered, pre-pack. So put away all your summer clothes in moving boxes if that's what you want to do or something, you know, put all your beach things into a box now and store them neatly. So that somewhat depersonalizes your house. Um, and it gives you the sense of accomplishment too. So with, I know during this time, um, like the Salvation Army was closed for a long time and we were hearing about how people, there were yeah. these long lines, like how, how, what's the best way once these people are organizing, you know, and getting things mm -hmm. like, I don't want the skis and I don't want, you know, this old chair or whatnot how do you recommend them kind of getting rid of these things? Well, it is hard um, because 
the, the Goodwill Salvation Army, they're not taking nearly the, the items that they were before. And a lot of it is because they don't have the storage themselves, but because they have fewer shoppers coming in, fewer items are leaving. Mm -hmm. Most large um, donation centers are not taking any furniture. So if you have a couch that you want to get rid of, but it's not, it shouldn't go to the dump, but you, you, don't, you know, you, don't, you can't donate it. Start putting it on Facebook Marketplace. Start putting it on Craigslist. If it's a really wonderful piece, it can be consigned. Mm -hmm. um, now you have the time to do those things. Start building relationships with consignment stores so that your items will be taken in over somebody else's. Do you we work any, with a lot of consignment stores yeah, to do I was, that. I was just going to say, because I think you've done that or managed that um, yeah. for a client or two of mine too. So you yeah. have kind of contacts that you'd be able to... I mean, we've, we've, we've worked with clients of yours who had tires, like beautiful tires for an old car, mm -hmm. um, and he'd never used them. So we sold those for him. So now's the time to start doing that because the process is more complicated than it used to be. It can still be done, but it's going to take you a lot of time. You can't just drive into a sal you know, Salvation Army parking lot and expect them to take anything. They will turn you away. So even more of um, the time is of the essence to start now if you're looking for, you know, doing something in the spring or the summer of next year. Especially if you don't want to just dump those items. If you, if there's value still in them, mm -hmm. um, now's the time to start focusing on that. Yep. And so that's a service that we provide as well, is uh, we have a lot of clients that we've moved who don't want things anymore, but they still have value. So we will take them on consignment for them. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you also do out-of-state moves, too. Yes, yes, yep. uh, quite a bit, um, out-of-state moves, where uh, we've, we pack somebody up here, and then the movers, it, either they're moving across state, I've gone to California, I've gone to Arizona, I've gone to a lot of places. And while it might seem like a luxury expense to have somebody do that, my team's packed everything properly on this side, and we know where it goes. So we know where it goes in your new kitchen. We know where it goes in your bathroom. We know how you like your items set up. Um, and especially a lot of people that work a lot, um, they want to be able to work. And the transition of a move is overwhelming. It is. It's very time consuming. And if you try to do it yourself, I mean, it's, yeah. So if you're working and you, you definitely need that extra help and support, and it is worth the dollars mm -hmm. to, to have that, you know, for you. Yeah. People sometimes jump in, oh, no problem. I'm going to move myself or, you know, I, I got this, you know, I could coordinate it. And then at the end of the day, you forget how many other responsibilities and things you have on your plate. And then, you know, six months down the road, there's six huge boxes still in your living room. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's one of the first jobs we did was um, some folks moved here from Austin, Texas, and they both worked high end jobs here. And they called because they were going to have a baby and they needed their house organized. And I said, it's great. And I showed up again, hadn't met them, showed up and discovered that they had moved from Austin three years earlier. Yeah. And they just lived around their boxes. Hmm. And I was like, you haven't unpacked in three years. Like, no, we didn't, we didn't need the space. Now we need the space. I was like, but you're living with brown boxes. So yeah, so a part of that, then are you also, for all the other agents that are out there too, I know for me personally, you've done a lot of um, thinning out and doing that process up front so that we can mm -hmm. actually have stagers come in and do design after you. So I think that's also something that's kind of a um, unique thing about what you, you offer and, and what agents can, how they can use you 
as basically you go in, you kind of do your organization, packing boxes for an owner, because inevitably they're going to be moving anyway, thinning things out, and then we'll have our stagers come in right after you and kind of just put a little foof on, you know, bringing in little decor items and moving things around. And that's actually worked out really well for us. I like that process because it kind of gets the owner and the mindset of, thinning out, um, gets the place organized. We're still able to use some of their furniture for the staging, so we're not, and obviously they're, they're still living there in most cases, or, or it's a secondary home. Um, and then we're able to put some little decor items in there and kind of flip it up for, for marketing purposes. I think what you found also was with some of your higher end clients, they have homes where their career is on display, if you will, mm -hmm. and you don't want that. You don't want to show a house to somebody who's really only there to see somebody else's career on display. So it's important to put those items away. Um, I know it, it can be hard on the client because their, their home feels like it's been, you know, denuded, mm -hmm. but it's important. Um, and I think what has gone really well for, for me and my team is that, uh, we're very um, aware of what we've put away, where we've put it. Nothing leaves the house. So if I got a phone call in the middle of the night that says, where is such and such? I can reach out to my team and say, you were the one who did the closet. Do you remember where you put it? And 99% of the time we can remember where it is. Yep. So while the client still has to live in their space, um, their things are in the background. For sure. And then with that too, when you get into the luxury homes, you get into art, you get into pianos and you get into, you know, luxury cars and stuff like that. I know you've done a lot of packing of um, artwork and stuff. I'm assuming you do, you have piano contacts and yep, we have all of that. grandfather clocks and, you know, all that sort of thing. I have, um, I have one woman that works with me who literally lives and breathes for how she wraps art. She will lose sleep over it at night if it's not cushioned like a baby. Um, we spend a lot of time paying attention to detail because art is expensive. Pianos are expensive. Um, and we want those things to arrive in perfect condition. We also work with a lot of um, designers and home decorators on the other end. Um, they have very specific ideas of how they want something to be displayed at the other end and we can work with that. So while we don't, you know, we can hang art and things, a lot of times we leave that up to somebody else at the other end who knows exactly how the room is going to be staged. Yep. That's a good point too. Um, do you do much of the transporting of cars? Um, I've moved cars before. Um, it's something that it's not hard to do, but yep. again, it's, you know, another three or four pieces to the puzzle. Is there any other tips that you have or anything else that you want to kind of connect on service wise? I mean, we kind of blew through what, what we had on the agenda today. Well, what I would say is that it's really important if you have a small space, a small condo, um, to try and designate an area that will act as moving central, if you will. Um, I've worked in some really tiny condos and once we start coming in and packing and moving things, the space gets really, really, really small. Um, and it's overwhelming for the clients that we leave at the end of the day to, you know, to continue to function in that space. So if you're in the process of, you know, thinking about moving um, and you have a guest room or a guest room desk or something where you can 
really keep all of your moving agenda organized for yourself, I think that's an important thing to do. Um, and the other thing is a lot of people who've lived in homes for 40 years or have lived in homes for four years don't realize how much they've brought in over time. You know, you moved in and you had a table and chairs and some lamps and things, but over time you've brought in a lot of knickknacks and ephemera mm -hmm. um, that you've tucked into drawers or tucked into the back of a cabinet. Um, it's a good time also to start purging closets. Um, and when you do that, if, if you come across items that you decide you don't want to keep or you want to sell, put those aside. Don't put those into the back of the cabinet with a note. Set them aside, basically. Yeah. And do you do, um, going back to kind of your services, would you, do you offer some sort of like consult? I have a moving checklist that I provide to, to clients ahead of time. Again, a lot of clients are deferring to my expertise, yeah. you know, and how to do things, but I, I definitely have uh, a kind of a moving agenda, if you will, that I send out to people beforehand. And I, I, I could send it to anybody that wants it now. Just some, some things to think about to give some forethought to. Um, and in terms of meeting clients, a lot of clients want to meet ahead of time. You know, it's a good fit for personalities and you know, we, we work all over the place. And so whether it's a Zoom consult or meeting somebody in person, I do that all the time as well. I appreciate having you part of our team for sure, because I know that um, clients are in good hands and, and it just it gives also peace of mind as an agent walking in, looking at, you know, all these different things. It just provides a little more clarity to what we are doing and how we're kind of trying to, to move the move the piece for, for the clients. Yeah. So. Um, but of course, people were, you know, sitting around in their homes now and, and through winter um, who just want to put like an over, they're already settled in their home. They know they're not moving anywhere, could also call on you for, for giving them, you know, tips and advice and helping them kind of get through their second bedroom that still has boxes or, you know, whatever, whatever that may be. Yeah. Um, everyone needs a little bit of clarity and, and um, sloughing in their life right now. So I think that, that that's a good it's call. It's funny because, because everybody seems to have a lot of time on their hands or you would think that they do and yet I'm still getting calls from people that say I need to move in two weeks mm -hmm. really <laughs> yeah. really yeah. two weeks yeah. and you know I we like to be responsive we like to double and triple book ourselves yep well you just like to make it happen so we do we like to make it happen yep what is your what is the lead time that you like to have usually I'm probably the more lead time more than three more than three days yeah. Um, I mean, I'd like to have, I'd like to have at least two weeks if I can, because there are a lot of moving parts. There's, there's building concierges and there's reserving yeah. elevators and there's, you know, right now a lot of people aren't parking downtown. So I can put a moving truck in front of a building, but there are all of those logistics and, and getting the supplies there. Um, but, you know, we, we make it work, but I'd, I'd like two weeks if possible. Because aside from this, you know, we do other organizing work and sales work. So um, I like to be able to make sure that the team is focused on, you know, the task at hand. All right. Well, thank you. I really appreciate you jumping on here and, and having a chat with us. And Sure. Thank you. I always love working with you. Like I said, I can't see. I like working with you, too. Good. Anything You've else? A, you have a great team, too. I mean, the people thank that work behind you, they're terrific. Yeah. 
Well, we try to make it as smooth and easy on our clients as possible and have all the resources that, you know, they would need in the move process. Um, it's just really important. And then have good, good relationships with those people too. Um, because I, I know that I can call you and, it, um, and you'll, you'll make it happen. You know, I hate, I hate calling the three days. I'm like, please, please. <laughs> and you still make it work. But we do, but we do. <laughs> but you do make it happen. I appreciate that. So. Good. Well, thank so you. If anybody has any questions, you can just reach out to me or reach out to me through Ashley. And yeah, we'll, post your, um, we'll definitely be posting this on social media and we'll post your contact information. And then if you want to send me your checklist via email, yeah. um, then of course I, I have that as, and can send that to people if they inquire. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm looking forward to working with you on the next one. I know I have probably one or two in the pocket. It's just a matter yes, of time. You do. Good. Well, thank you. Thank you, everybody. Stay safe. Wear yep. your mask. Vote. 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 It's true. Okay. Right. Bye. Bye.